Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Inspirational Outlook, formerly known as Coffee and Conversation. I know it wasn't too long before I got into these episodes in the podcast and changed the name because I felt like drawing attention to trying to inspire people has been my main focus. I want to inspire. I want to uh, help push people to that next level. I want them to recognize their their self-worth, their their own identity, and wrap that up in a podcast. And so I changed the name to Inspirational Outlook. Uh, So we have a Facebook page. uh, We have a Facebook group where you can go to that all kind of ties in together and the whole coffee conversation kind of threw the energy off of that a little bit. And so across the board, Inspirational Outlook with me, Nate, and... You can find us on any platform for the most part. I believe iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, a couple other ones out there as far as the podcast end of things. So welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you joining me here today. Um, I'm going to dive right into the podcast today because it is kind of an important one for me and for a lot of you listeners as well. Self-care. Such a, a small word yet packed with meaning and and, and so many deeper levels in regards to how to take care of yourself, yourself. Again, self-care. We're not talking about taking care of someone else. This is taking care of you. This whole idea of trying to fill up your cup so that way someone comes along and they need help, you can pour out your cup a little bit because you've taken care of yourself. You can't give anything unless you're able to take care of yourself and receive that kind of help, that kind of care. You know, you can't serve from an empty vessel, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So it's super important to keep that in mind uh, from day to day. So with that being said, a lot of you have probably heard the term self-care and and what it's about, but I'm going to break it down into understanding self-care. I'm going to go into different ideas, um, Um, how it's important, why it's important, excuse me, and then uh, five things that I've come up with, with different types of self-care. And and I'm going to ask some questions in those because questions are amazing um, in those to kind of poke your interest and and spark uh, some ideas that you may have and looking at your own life and and what you could do to uh, raise the level of self-care for you. You know, the term self-care describes the actions that you might have taken or are going to take in order to reach this optimal physical and mental health. There's a lot of mental health professionals out there that often use this term self-care to refer to one's ability to take care of activities a daily living, A-D-L, you know, such as feeding yourself, showering, brushing your teeth, uh, wearing clean clothes, and attending um Medical concerns. Physical self-care, you know, such as sleep, exercise, is also considered an ADL or activities of daily living. I'm going to be using ADL uh, instead of (laughs) activities of daily living. You know, self-care, it also can refer to activities uh, that an individual engages in to relax or attain some type of emotional well-being, such as meditating, journaling, praying, or visiting a counselor, visiting uh, someone to help kind of figure out their own emotions. You know, because an extended failure to care for oneself can result in 
illness, hospitalization. Um, individuals who, who find themselves unable to take care of their own needs may find it helpful to even seek a therapist. You know, uh, unfortunately, the word therapist is is such a, a strong word to a lot of people and has so, so many different meanings that it's often looked down upon when someone says, oh, yeah, I, I have a therapist. Ooh, you got issues, dude? Got issues, bro? You know, but I, I, I my belief is that therapists are one of, um, th- th- they're incredible help because you only know what you know. And so if you're able to go to a therapist and they're able to help you recognize thoughts, recognize feelings, and, and kind of bring that out of you by asking questions and using their discernment, it's going to help because it's going to bring clarity to your life. So let, let's, let's, let's get a little deeper into this. Uh, understanding self-care can include activities such as like a couple things I said before, but like getting a haircut, getting a massage, taking a trip eating at your favorite restaurant, um, as well as attending to your own basic needs, like just basic needs, food, clean clothes, making a, um, um, making a bed or whatever. Um, so somebody, you actually will, <laughs> you will experience a difficulty with self-care for several different reasons. I'm not saying you, listener, have these, but these are some common things that have come up in conversations that I've had with people. Number one, depression. Depression can oftentimes um, inspire a lack of care for one's condition. You know, loss of appetite, uh, no motivation, a lack of energy, or the sense of self-loathing. You know, all of these can impair the ability to take care of yourself. And some of you listeners may have experienced that. Um, Another one that I thought of is survivors of abuse or violence may find it extremely challenging to maintain good self-care habits because they don't believe that they deserve that kind of stuff because of the abuse and because of the violence that had occurred. You know, cognitive uh, declines associated with like dementia or Alzheimer's can can impair self-care skills tremendously. That's why you see a lot of these individuals who have been diagnosed with dementia or Alzheimer's in nursing homes or assisted living centers who have these cognitive declines and have to have um, care, physical care, emotional care and stuff like that. Um, so there's a few that I came up with of, of why it may be difficult to experience that kind of self-care. You know, people, we, we all have different requirements for self-care. But overall, in general, the goals of self-care are to find the state of a good mental and physical health, you know, be able to reduce stress, meet your emotional needs, maintain your relationships, both romantic and platonic, um, Friends, family, uh, business uh, partners, employees, everyone around you, and you know, and able to find this balance between uh, a personal and your academic or professional life. That's that's huge. You know, self care beyond uh, that, which refers to these ADLs, these activities, daily living. Hear me out. Is not a selfish act. I'm going to repeat that again because I hope you understand that self-care beyond that which refers to your activities of daily living is not a selfish act. Real quick here. In order to be selfless, you must be selfish. In order to be selfless, you must be selfish. You have to take care of yourself. Like I said before, you cannot serve from an empty vessel. You have to have your cup full. That, 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 that cup has to be full in order for you to pour out into someone else's life. 
And if you if your cup is empty, you are sacrificing yourself. You are giving yourself up. Self-care beyond that which refers to your activities daily daily living is not a selfish act. People who do not take care of their own emotional and physical needs before attempting to resolve any any of those uh, needs of other people will begin to experience some sort of decline in their own emotional or physical state. You know, those individuals who care for others, whether it's professionally or in a personal life, may find themselves especially drained if they do not devote enough time to self-care. You know, once they've met those needs, their own their own needs, they may often find themselves better to able as, to assist others in meeting their needs. My first thought here, the first example that I'm going to use are mothers. Mothers have this huge emotional need for self-care, but they don't do it because child or children or infant or baby, whatever it is, this, this motherhood nature of them having to tend to their young ones, their children. You know, that's why it's so crucial and so important to recognize that and have an incredible partner um, who's able to step in and step up so that way you can step out if need be and and, and be able to take care of yourself. That's the first thing that came to mind. You know, a lot of uh, 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 people in the nursing field, people in the medical field, they have this huge responsibility to do the best that they can to take care of patients in these hospitals, in these medical facilities. But they also have to take care of themselves because if you don't take care of yourself, how can you perform your best to take care of another individual and their needs? You can't. You can't. And those who say you can, no, you're, you're sacrificing yourself. Stop sacrificing yourself. Stop trying to put your needs completely aside your your mental health aside for someone else now don't get me wrong here you know there's a time and a place for everything where you have to have to step up if something is happening you know go ahead and do it but remember to take care of yourself remember that you matter too you know you matter too taking care of the emotional self you know, by, by managing your anxiety, managing your anger, managing your sadness and other feelings is also an extremely important aspect of self-care. Now, this type of self-care, uh, this can also be uh, often, excuse me, this can often be accomplished, words, <laughs> by hmm, setting boundaries with people, especially those people who are not positive or supportive and may have a negative effect on your mental state. Huge. Basically saying, um, just trying to reiterate what it is, basically saying, if you recognize people in your life that are just energy drainers, they are sapping the life from you, step away from them. Oh, but Nate, that's, it's my mom or it's my dad. Okay. Okay. That, that's fine. Step away from that. Try to find somebody who's going to be able to help you through that or disconnect yourself from that person, you know? You are important. <laughs> you are extremely important. Good, healthy relationships can help you maintain a positive mind frame. You know, but friends who only want to fulfill their own needs or family members who leave an individual feeling completely exhausted or depressed will likely not help an individual's mental state or emotional state to improve at all. 
that kind of ties along with with environment, which I'm going to talk about in, in another episode. Um, if you have trouble meeting your emotional self-care, you will find it helpful to limit the time with people who are neither supportive nor helpful. If you are always emotional drained, look at your circle. Look at the people who are you are spending your time with. There's a difference between spending your time and investing your time with people. When you spend your time, it is time that you, quote-unquote, never will get back. Um, it is time that you could have been doing something more productive. You could have been uh, with people you enjoy more, people who care about you more. When you are investing your time, there is this productivity level. There is this joy. There is this, this, uh, this happiness factor, if I may say, to that time. You are investing your time, whether it's in a person or vice versa. So keep that in mind. I, I, I love using that with a lot of different people. Um, so Nate, why is self-care so important? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. You know, sometimes people, they try to attempt to meet needs of family members, their employers, uh, their kids, friends, or society in general before meeting their own needs and working to please and care for others will interfere with your self-care routine and can take a toll on you and your overall well-being. People who have dependent personalities or experience depression, codependency, or even anxiety will fail or may, may fail uh, to meet their self-care needs. However, hear me out. However, self-care is often considered to be an important aspect of resiliency. Those who are able to adequately meet their needs are often able to better cope with everyday stressors. Why? because you have taken care of yourself that that's it you know because people people who are able to meet their own physical and emotional needs are typically better equipped to care for others haha <laughs> your cup is full you know it, it it may be especially important for parents of children with behavioral issues or or, or special needs to maintain a self-care routine you know and in and, and that self-care routine may also um have and allow room for someone to else come on board and, and help them. You know, uh, let's say fatigue, their, their stress, anxiety, and worry may and possibly will have this significant effect on well-being. But attending by taking care of to physical and emotional needs may help prevent or reduce the effects of those issues. You know, foster this idea of self-compassion. You know, and 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 be able to, um, again, just take care of yourself. Recognize that it is okay to take care of yourself. Ooh, that's a big one. Telling myself, Nate, it's okay to not go to the party tonight. Nate, it is okay to stay at home and read a book and recharge. That's okay. Foster self-compassion. Love yourself. That's huge. Oh, my gosh, that's huge. You know, self-care behaviors may also help mental health professionals and these other healthcare providers to avoid compassion fatigue. You know, that can often occur uh, from this high stress or traumatic event, which may lead to a, like a self-doubt or self-blame or even ethical and, and logical, or sorry, um, what's the word? Legal complications. Yeah, self-care. It is, it is, it's extremely important. 
Um, so that being said, I've personally come up with five different areas that I believe um, is important to the, the, the whole self-care realm, if, if I may say. Um, you know, a lot of people define self-care as this multi-dimensional, multifaceted process uh, of purpose, purposeful engagement. You know, self-care is vital for building resilience towards stressors um, that you quite can't eliminate. You know, you've taken all these steps uh, in, in your life to try to avoid that, but you can't quite eliminate some of these stressors. You know, unfortunately, this is huge too. Just hear me out on this and just love me for this. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there who view self-care, and it may be you, um, who view self-care as a luxury rather than a priority. Consequently, shoot themselves in the foot. They're left feeling overwhelmed. They're left feeling tired and ill-equipped to handle life's inevitable changes. Change happens all the time, but yet if you're not taking care of yourself, you're going to leave yourself behind. You know, it's important to assess how you're caring for yourself in, in several different domains so you can ensure that you're caring for mind, body, and spirit. You know, those are those are three basic ones. So these are my five different types of self-care. And in these different types, I'm going to be asking a couple different questions. <laughs> couple different questions. There we go. In each of them. So the first one, a lot of you aware of this. Physical self-care. Number one, physical self-care. You need, hear me out, you need to take care of your body if you want it to run efficiently. You have to. <laughs> Keep in mind, there's a strong connection between your body and your mind. When you are caring for your body, let me tell you what, you will think better too. You will. You just will. There's this whole idea. And I've, I've, I've tried this. I went a week without exercising. No exercise at all, not even walking. And I recognized and I was very aware of my thoughts and how I was feeling. It was ridiculous. I hated it. I think by Thursday or Friday, um, I wanted to get back into into exercising because I was able to, that, that, that physical endurance, not endurance, the physical working of the body helps release stressors in the body. You know, f physical self-care includes how you're fueling your body, eating, how much sleep you're getting, um, how much physical activity you are doing, and how well you're caring for your physical needs. You know, uh, uh, attending appointments, taking medication as prescribed, um, let's see, uh, managing your health are all very good, uh, are all part of, of good physical self-care. You know, when, when it comes to, here's some questions for you. So listen very uh, carefully and, and definitely repeat these, uh, go back and listen to them again. When it comes to physical self-care, Ask yourself these following questions, whether there might be some areas that you need to improve. I've got four of them, okay? Number one, are you getting adequate sleep? Number two, is your diet fueling your body well? Number three, are you taking charge of your health? And number four, are you getting enough exercise? Physical self-care. Next uh, self-care aspect that I have come up with is your social self-care. Socialization to me um, is, is extremely crucial to self-care because often um, it, it's, it's very difficult to make time for friends sometimes 
Um, and it's easy to neglect your relationships when life gets busy. You know, close connections are some of the most important ones to your well-being. And the best way to, I guess, cultivate and maintain these close relationships is to put time and energy into building your relationships with others and recognizing that. You know, there isn't a, a certain number of hours you should devote to your friends or work and your relationships. You know, everybody has slightly different social needs. But the key is to figure out what your social needs are and build enough time in your schedule. Ah, no, 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 no. Block time in your schedule. Prioritize time in your schedule to create this optimal social life. So I've got two. I only came up with two questions with this one. Uh, two, so basically to assess your social self-care, uh, consider these two questions. Number one. Are you getting enough face-to-face -face time with your friends? And number two, what are you doing to nurture your relationships with friends and family? Now, I know because of this whole COVID thing, this whole cooties pandemic, it's kind of difficult. Sorry, it is difficult to get this face-to-face -face time just because of the whole social distancing and six feet, masks, you name it, hazmat suit, we might be there, who knows, but... Are you getting enough face-to-face -face time with your friends? You could FaceTime on your phone. You could use, I think Facebook has that video chat. Um, and what are you doing to nurture your relationships with friends and family? Have you followed up with your friends? You know, have you asked them, hey, how's it going? If you haven't seen or heard from it in a while. So that was number two. Number three, mental self-care. You know, the way you think and the things that you're filling your mind with will greatly influence your psychological well-being, your mental well-being. You know, mental self-care, um, it, would, it would include doing things that keep your mind sharp, like puzzles, for instance, or uh, learning about a subject that fascinates you. You often might find that reading books or watching movies that inspire you fills your mind. Could be. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> mental. Yeah. Mental self-care, you know, also involves doing things that help you stay mentally healthy. These are some I, these are some ones uh, that I came up with some bigger ones like practicing self-compassion. I know I touched on that a little earlier. Um, and acceptance, you know, for example, helps you maintain a healthier inner dialogue. You know, <laughs> huge. Um, so here I've got two questions for this one. So considering your mental self-care, the first question that I have, number one, is are you making enough time for activities that mentally stimulate you? And number two, are you doing proactive things to help you stay mentally healthy? All right, moving on to four. This is a big one for me um, because of the fact that it involves my faith and, and my beliefs. Number four is spiritual self-care. There's a lot of research that shows living a um, living a lifestyle, including some kind of religion or spirituality, uh, generally leads to a healthier lifestyle. You know, nurturing your spirit. However, it, it doesn't have to revolve religion. Um, it can involve anything that helps you develop a deeper sense of meaning, a purpose in life, an understanding, or a connection uh, within the universe. You know, for me, my, my faith and my belief in in Christ is a huge factor and plays a huge factor in my life. So recognizing my need to deepen my relationship 
uh, with uh, uh, my Savior is extremely important to me. And so that's where prayer and, and meditation and reading scripture really does help me. That is my spiritual self-care, you know, focusing on that relationship. Um, so as you consider the spiritual life, uh, your spiritual side of things, I've got, I came up with two questions about that. Um, you know, what, number one, what, what questions would you ask yourself about your life and your life experiences? You know, number two, are you engaging in any kind of spiritual practices that you find fulfilling? You know, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what kind of religion uh, that you should be doing or what kind of spiritual productions, if I, if, if I may say, that you need to be involved in. That's, that's totally up to you. Um, now, if you have any questions, any concerns about my faith and my belief, definitely feel free to reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to uh, talk to you. Um, number five. Really big one, too, in regards to types of self-care, emotional self-care. It is, it is important to have healthy coping skills to deal with uncomfortable emotions such as anger, anxiety, sadness, depression. Gosh, that list goes on. Um, emotional self-care um, may and could include activities that help you acknowledge and express your feelings on a regular basis. Acknowledging and expressing your feelings is extremely important and extremely healthy. Whether you, um, whether you talk to a partner, your significant other, a close friend, a family member about how you feel, or you set aside time for leisure activities that help you process your emotions, whether it's journaling, whether it's um, uh, reading, uh, looking into some of the, these emotions and feelings, you know, it's 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 so crucial to set up these kind of um, to be able to incorporate these kind of activities into your emotional self care into your life. Uh, so these two, I've come up with. Uh, sorry, uh, for emotional self care, I've come up with two questions. I've got written down. The first emotional self care question is: Do you have healthy ways to process your emotions? And number two, do you incorporate activities into your life that help you feel? recharged. Now, those are my five areas of self-care that I've come up with. There, there may be more, uh, but those are the ones that really caught my eye when I was digging into um, researching the stuff for this podcast. Um, and and I, I just want to say here too, a lot of stuff that I, I talk about, there are areas where I'm working on them in my life and talking about them has really helped me gain an understanding, a, a deeper understanding of what these different topics look like. So that way I can help you, the listener. I can help someone who has questions or concerns or whatever the case may be. Um, so self-care, it is important. I hope you're doing something about it, you know, and, and, and recognizing that you do matter. You, you, you should be taking care of yourself. You must be taking care of yourself. And uh, I'm going to go back to that whole um, serving from an empty vessel, that whole idea of making sure your cup is fill, filled before you're able to pour out into someone else's life. Um, recognize that. Recognize at the end of the day, did I take care of myself? Ask yourself that question. Was I able to take care of myself? Was I, am I okay? You know, th th there's there's a lot of questions you can ask in regards to that. You know, you don't have to take everything and, and tackle it all at once. 
you know, identify one small step that you can take today to begin taking care of yourself to better yourself for the tomorrow. You know, and then schedule that time. Really, really be intentional about it. Schedule time to focus on your needs. Even when you feel like you don't have time to squeeze in one more thing, make self-care a priority. Really, really do it. When, when you're caring for all aspects of your life, you will find that you are able to operate more effectively and more efficiently. If you don't believe me, try it. Give it a try. I want to thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I know it's a little bit longer than I would have liked, but self-care is one of my passions that I have in my heart. I'm very aware of taking care of myself. I'm very aware of my environment, my surroundings, the people who I spend time with, my thoughts, my feelings, all of that stuff. It, it really helps me live a healthier life. It, it really does. So I implore you and I empower you to, to look into your life, look into your self-care plan, if I may say, and really take and make yourself a priority. This is Nate with Inspirational Outlook, formerly known as Coffee and Conversation. You can still have your coffee, not going to condemn. I'm actually drinking water. I have definitely have not had enough water today. But I want to thank you for joining me today. Um, thank you for clicking the like button or subscribe button, whatever button is there on that format. You can always join us on Inspirational Outlook with Nate on Facebook. We have a page and a group. Feel free to join us there. Or if you have any comments or questions or concerns, you can reach out to me um, anytime on those platforms. Once again, this is Nate. Have a beautiful day. And I will see you next here on Inspirational Outlook.